Section 16 of the American Postal Service, Second Edition. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Rosie Roberts from California. The American Postal Service, Second Edition by Louis Milius. Chapter 5 Miscellaneous Matters, Part 3 express mail service could be established by the postmaster general if deemed expedient for the purpose of conveying slips from newspapers in lieu of exchanges or letters except such as contain money not exceeding half ounce in weight and public dispatches marked as above at triple rates of postage employment of extra clerks was permitted and authorized when actually needed to answer some information called by congress copyists etc were paid at the rate of three dollars a day other service four dollars when actually and necessarily employed act of august twenty sixth eighteen forty two section four four two chapter sixty says every deputy postmaster will consider himself the sentinel of the department in regard to its affairs in his immediate vicinity and he will carefully observe and promptly report to it everything tending to affect its interest or injure its reputation section four four five says if a mail carrier having the mail in charge becomes intoxicated the deputy postmaster will instantly dismiss him employ another at the expense of the contractor and report the facts to the department section three eight two chapter fifty three deputy postmasters are in the habit of settling their printers bills only once in two or three years and then forwarding the advertising account for several quarters at once this must not be done all such accounts must be forwarded with the returns to which they belong section three seven nine no allowance for furniture will be made to any post office when the net proceeds do not amount to twenty dollars per year act of eighteen twenty five section thirty nine and act of eighteen sixty three section forty one says the carriers of the united states city dispatch post in new york and other city dispatch posts wherever established are authorized to charge and collect three cents on each letter deposited in any part of the city and delivered at another act of eighteen twenty five section thirty eight states a deputy postmaster will not open nor suffer to be opened any packet of newspapers not addressed to his office under a penalty of fifty dollars a penalty of twenty dollars was to be imposed on any person not authorized to open mails who shall open any packet of newspapers not directed to himself regulations three two four and three two five says that the franking privilege travelers with the person possessing it and can be exercised in but one place at the same time and prohibited deputy postmasters or other privileged persons from leaving their frank behind them upon envelopes to cover public or private correspondence in their absence queer collections in holiday mail some years ago the cincinnati ohio post office gave an account of the queer combinations and collections of articles found loose in the mails at the christmas season owing to the carelessness of senders these articles vary from value to worthlessness utility to uselessness money jewelry article of dress dainty ribbons to choice silk patterns tableware and even to corn shellers many of the articles named were doubtless in combination and sent to one address but being careless wrapped or addressed 
they could not be assembled for identification or identified singly for delivery in the great majority of cases the list is given for the benefit of readers who delight in curious things these articles were held for a week for possible identification and then sent to the dead letter office no attempt has been made at classification as more interest is excited by taking them as they come some of the combination must have been very amusing list as follows a cabinet photograph pair rubber sleeves two silver quarter dollars sewing machine shuttle piece of white swiss goods two dimes a brass key package common teaspoons five cents and eight childs cards from beansville ontario for mrs j carl tallahassee alabama and sent to the postmaster of that place for delivery two unstamped letters one to mrs rebecca washington the other to w m cummings sixty five cents plated butter knife gold plated lead pencil silver quarter two combination tools two pen knives lot photographs pension affidavit of jasper acres pair knit stockings six books false moustaches pearl pen holder box of pills patent corn sheller two electrotype plates of sellers cough syrup yellow and purple knit hoods christmas cards studs two small drills peacock feather fountain pen ladies brooch butter knife felt soles letter in matchbox addressed to postmaster berlin sugar spoon celluloid ring sleeve buttons twenty-five cents hair switch open letter to j leon red kentucky indiana which was delivered to him two pen knives dime box violin strings ladies fashion bazaar bottle fruit laxative plain gold ring ear rings breast pin and thimble open parenthesis snide close parenthesis paper needles book bad boy's diary pencil large penknife seventy cents unstamped letter to adelaide long iron hook toy knitting machine two tops of sleeve buttons hair chain lot crayons chalk letter to p o wickley augusta maine unstamped containing seventy cents in stamps child's book the proud little lady magic lantern watch chain masonic charm half dozen teaspoons paper needles child's mitts comforter and doll two harmonicas bible child's gingham dress two sticks of candy a wallet containing a gold double eagle twenty dollar bill nine five bills three ten bills found by f a montague in a pouch from lewisburg tennessee and returned to postmaster of that town to be delivered upon receipt to the sender gold-plated pencil unaddressed envelope containing pair of lyle thread gloves black and white stamped ribbon unenclosed letter containing one dollar marked from joe to gus two cent piece golden jet pencil holder butter knife tidy white apron pair baby socks blank checkbook dominoes black cord and tassel red worsted shawl tidy wooden box lot of candy assortment of rubber sheep letter from r macfeely washington d c to captain a m corliss without envelope one cent german picture cards meerschaum cigar holder woman's head design three plain rings four watch charms compass horseshoe cigar cutter two lanterns 
pearl handle table knife billiard ball silver quarter sewed in some knit work whisk broom a false tooth two black ties three new year cards hair switch curry comb vanity case stuffed aunt dinah game old maid box masons blacking with brush fiddle strings feeding the cats it is perhaps not generally known that cats are kept and fed at the public expense in some of the larger post offices of the country some years ago and it may still be the custom an appropriation of from eighty dollars to hundred dollars was annually made for this purpose for the benefit of the new york post office and thirty dollars to forty dollars spent for like service at the philadelphia office in an article in the philadelphia record it was stated that a man in the city had a contract for keeping these feline employees of the office in provisions and it was also mentioned that there are about one thousand of these useful domestic animals in the employ of the post office department and they are paid for their services by food and shelter it is estimated that about one thousand per annum is expended in this way at the principal post offices and large public buildings of the country ferrets are also often employed for this purpose in the great public buildings in washington when the rodents get too numerous and damaged to papers and files likely to occur the common practice of eating lunches in these government buildings tends to spread of this annoying condition and the cats in the public service are held to be a useful and necessary convenience in hunting down and interfering with the nibbling propensities of this pest to domestic as well as public economy a couple of distinguished canines mention is made in another article of the employment of cats in post offices as mousers and they doubtless contribute their share towards public benefit the dog man's most faithful friend so eulogized in song and story has also it seems his part in public interest and concern for many years the postal clerks of the country paid great attention to oni an adventurous terrier dog who attached himself to railway service and whose exploits as a traveller and companion on many postal trips and runs made him a familiar and welcome acquaintance wherever he established his temporary domicile his faithfulness friendship and fellowship in his way of showing it was a topic of discourse when he made his occasional visits and his praise were told in many a newspaper story and he wore the numerous decorations and medals with which he was bedecked the gift of admiring friends with all the dignity and grace becoming a dog so honoured and esteemed oni had an humble imitator and counterpart in canine sagacity and wisdom in a dog at mount carmel pennsylvania whose watchful guardianship of the office mail and general fidelity won him such deserved recognition at home as a remarkable example of what a dog can be taught to do that his fame spread abroad was brought to public attention at washington and the post office people awarded him special recognition in the shape of a handsome collar raised by subscription he got his name in the newspapers but whether all this honour and glory turned his head and his attention elsewhere or some evil-minded person jealous of the costly collar he wore appropriated it and the dog also is not known but after being thus honoured and decorated and set apart from the rest of the canine fraternity this famous dog suddenly disappeared and was never heard of again soldier's sister a mail carrier 
President Wilson has issued an executive order allowing the Postmaster General to appoint a temporary rural mail carrier. During the absence of the regular carrier on military duty, the person on whom the support of the dependence of the regular carrier devolves, without regard to civil service requirements, if the substitute is found competent. The first appointment under the order is that of Miss Edith Strand of Princeton, Illinois, whose brother was called into the military service, leaving her to care for the family. Notice in a pamphlet giving a brief history of the postal service compiled by mr stanley i slack during the administration of postmaster general charles emory smith from which a few general facts are taken relating to our early postal history appears a statement that use have been made of the following works journal kept by hugh finley seventeen seventy three to seventy four brooklyn eighteen sixty seven joyce history of the british post office the early history of the colonial post office by mary e woolley leach and nicholson's history of the post office department washington eighteen seventy nine and the contributions of postal history of the united states by c w ernst of boston in volumes twenty eighteen ninety five and volumes twenty one eighteen ninety six journal of the postal union as none of these authorities have been consulted in the publication of this work or access had to any of them for such purpose this explanation is made so that if anything from the above-mentioned publications appears herein drawn from mr slack's pamphlet the necessary acknowledgment might hereby be made and due credit given end of section sixteen your reader has been rosie roberts from california end of the american postal service second edition by lewis milius